Welcome to this, the second part of our 300th episode spectacular is what I believe Anthony Chalmers, you called it before. <laughs> but if you haven't listened to the first part, that doesn't matter. It's not a chronological thing. You haven't missed anything. You can just listen to this part right now and then go back and listen to number one after this. I might say the music might even be better on this part than it was on the second one. We are certainly more into our flow. Neck and neck. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like a presidential <laughs> yeah. election. What is true is that I'm on my second glass of wine. Is that correct? <laughs> I'm still towards the bottom of my pint of water that I've uh, No, I've got like 20 me. minutes into the first one, I was like, you know, I think, you know, we're not quite getting into our stride here. And even though it was only quarter past five or something, I was like, time for a glass of wine. And I, to me, I think that's when it started to pick up. It's uh, the life of a <laughs> furloughed man. Uh, but anyway, what picks me up is the sounds of Altin Gun, a uh, track called, and here we go, uh, Supergisi uh, Yonkadan, taken from Geche, the record that came out in 2019 uh, on the wonderful, oft-played Glitterbeat records. Yeah, not the only time that they're going to be uh, played on our favourites on this one. Indeed, but we did deliberately choose the track listings for the two listener favourite shows, and... I completely didn't think about record labels, so we do have two glitter ones. The songs ones. are completely different style. That is for sure. And yeah, uh, Altin Gun, uh, the Anatolian rock band, psych band from uh, Amsterdam. They actually one of the more popular bands that we play on the podcast. Uh, they this record that I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, it got nominated for a Grammy which is not something you say about most people that we play on the Independent Music <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, that is crazy. I'm sure I probably said it the first time when I played them around, but I have an Alton Gun story. In like in something like, I don't know, 2015, 2016, I wake up in the morning to some late night messages from uh, Mr. Marcio, the uh, co-booker of the wonderful Milos de Festa, the Portuguese festival that uh, we used to go to, that I was, I was part of the booking for. And uh, Marcio was clearly absolutely hammered. At, I think it was Le Guess Who. And he was like, man, he's like, it's you know, four in the morning and I'm watching the best fucking band in the world. This is the best party I've been to. It's absolutely incredible. 
and the band is out in gun. You've got to book these guys. And and I listened to them. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds great. And then, but didn't really do anything. And then, yeah, then they got nominated for a Grammy and sold shitloads of tickets for another promoter because I'm crap at my job. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. Their, their first album, so Getche was their second album. Their first one was called On, or still is called On, in fact, and it was released via the Disc Bongo Joe, a label that we also love here on this podcast, but I don't think has any representation in the listener favourites. Yeah, two great albums, two great labels. Absolutely right. All right, well, next one, a band that I think most of you listeners know and love, one, Hey Colossus, are back with what seems like their, I don't know, 15th album or something like that, this time released on their own Wrong Speed Records. They are just... uh, a brilliant band, been around for a long time, released on Rocket, released on Alter, released on Riot Season, and now on their own label. And they've gone through, you know, ups and downs as a band of like, when they've been more popular and less popular, underappreciated, but I think they are just really coming into their own, which is what I think is their best album since Black and Gold on Rocket in, I don't know, 2013, I'm going to guess that is. Um, this is the single that we played from the album featuring Mark Lanigan. This is The Mirror. So 
horizontal ribbons. The one and only Hey Colossus with a long-term Hey Colossus fan, Mark Lanigan of Screaming Trees and long notable solo career, lending his uh, inimitable, scratchy, dark growl to that. Yeah, unbelievable, isn't it? He's, uh, I was thinking about his weird lead single. Obviously, Mark Lanigan is very popular, but just when live gigs are able to happen again, how are they going to perform that? Are they going to just have a recording of his voice or are they going to just do it themselves or... I'm not sure. I, I, I haven't asked. A hologram. That might be it. Uh, the, the chap, actually, the one of the guitarists in Hey Colossus, the singer in Henry Blacker, has a pretty distinctive growl of his own. Yeah. Unfortunately, Tim has not been in the band for the last couple of albums. Oh, well, there you go, then. That's, uh, what, that's what I know about the makeup yeah, he, of he, Hey Colossus. He's, he's, he's not available. Well, hey Colossus, as a band, have been going for the best part of 20 years. I've had a lot of lineup changes with only... Um, Joe on bass and Bob on guitar being an actual members all through. Yeah, and at some point, uh, Tim decided that he wanted to work more on his other project, Reigns, which um, Joe released on Wrong Speed Records and you heard on this here podcast, and also on Henry Blacker and no doubt just life in general. But we've always got Hot Grave and uh, maybe he'll be back in the band at some point. Yeah, one of my favourites I'm seeing Hey Colossus was when they played Hot Grave, uh, probably at Raw Power, I think. Just such a great, such a great song. <laughs> exactly and i said they don't play hot grave anymore for obvious reasons because it's like very much a you know one of his songs so uh, i don't know maybe in five or ten years time we'll be like okay man i love everything you're doing but it's hot grave time and we'll get tim out of a hey colossus retirement yeah maybe i'll, I'll start shouting for a henry blacker gigs instead <laughs> yeah oh yeah that, that, that could be a go that could be that, good. That'd be a bit of a better one. Uh, but no, they are awesome. Uh, hey, Colossus uh, first appeared on this year podcast around episode 50, I think it was. No, in fact, 46 they appeared. In fact, they appeared on podcast 46 in May 2015, podcast 52 in June 2015, and podcast 58 in August 2015. Holy shit, that's when Black and Gold came out, right? Yeah, we well, those, the first two of those were when we did more festival specials, so a Raw Power Festival special, and then a the aforementioned Millie Oyster Festa festival special. Of course. So yeah, so uh, obviously been played a lot since then, regularly, most recently that track on episode 291. We also played them on episode 237, which was also coincidentally an episode that we played the Mark Lanigan collaboration with Not Waving. <laughs> there we go. It's almost as though uh, we knew the future. That's it. But yeah, we do not. 
and uh, yeah, <laughs> otherwise who knows what we would have done with our lives instead. And another artist who doesn't know the future. That's uh, my yeah. great link. Is that right? <laughs> uh, it's uh, Kaylee Forsyth. Uh, she's uh, an artist from uh, Oldham originally and now lives in Harrogate up in Yorkshire. We played her EP actually not too long two ago. Two episodes ago or something, like yeah. really recently. Yeah, 295 Photograph. Uh, but she, the track I'm going to play, we played, is from her album, which came out uh, either at the very start of this year or late last year. Yeah, December last year. And we played that on 247. I mean, Anthony played it, and uh, at the time I was like, yeah, it's great. And then actually when the EP came out, I went back and listened to the album loads and have had it on my turntable pretty much constantly since then. It is absolutely fantastic record. It's a special one. Yeah, really special. She's an actor as well, being in loads of different uh, TV and films in the UK and elsewhere. But this album is just uh, pretty heartbreaking as well. It's downbeat, it's... I feel bad sort of pigeonholing it as a, you know, an experimental folk record, really. I think it's... That's kind of what it is, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of a bit more than that, though, as well. It doesn't do it justice. But anyway, I'm going to play this track. It's the opening track from uh, the album Debris by Keely Forsyth. It's also called Debris. The streets are filled with debris The folks twist short very brooding i think is probably the wrong word to use to describe it but yeah so atmospheric so layered so deep as well keely Forsyth. all of those things the track is called debris it's taken from the album of the same name and yeah it is just a record that 
have invested a lot of time into and you know if you've got a decent system to play it on you just hear more and more things coming from it every time yeah, you got play a very rumbling low end uh, for a folk record similar to some mary hampton ones where on one hand it sounds like you know got a strong element of trad folk to it but then you know it's very heavy rumbling sub bass layered underneath yeah exactly and you know definitely worth checking out photograph as well get the two records side by side i think you can still pick them up and get the leaf label is a record label we love a lot you know it's uh, from my neck of the woods back up in yorkshire in the north of england yeah fabulous stuff yeah absolutely brilliant this isn't sort of the right thing to say live online but the next song we're going to play is some excellent kenyan grindcore doomers track lion's blood but Am I right in saying that we didn't play this on the pod? We played it only on one of our live shows. Uh, You are incredibly wrong about that because the votes for this are only our... That's what I thought, that I was confused. I thought we played Omni on the pod and then Lion's Blood was part of a live show. But maybe we played it on the live show and on the pod. Well, we have played Duma three times. Once was on the live show uh, for our patrons. Join us, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. We have got one penciled in for the end of this month. uh, So come and join us for that. But yeah, we played this track by Duma on 288, I think. No, that was Omni. So we played Lion's Blood on episode 283. Well, it's a landmark release on Nege Nege this year. Kenya has had a pretty flourishing metal scene for a long time now. But it's not something that has necessarily got to us much in in Europe or the UK, unless you are a big metal fan or a specialist in those kind of things, of which can't say that I'm that I'm either. We were familiar with Lord Spikeheart through some of his other music, but when this project came to Nege Nege, you know they're a label that are a bit more popular, that have got a bit more reach, and they got a chance to spread this incredible music throughout the world. It reminds me a bit of uh, sort of in the sort of God Flesh sort of region as in it is sort of industrial metal but a lot more electronic than you know like riffs and drums it is a proper patron favorite amongst the best feedback we've ever had from anything on a live show you agree with that yeah absolutely it was it's a mind-blowing video and you know it's one of those tracks in fact a lot of those live shows the nege nege videos go down incredibly well i'm glad it's not (laughs) just us that love them Ugandan street racing, mate. Well, that wasn't actually Nege Nege either. That was East Africa Records. The one I was <laughs> thinking of was um, Echo Baz, Nightmare Song, which we played at our in-person Oh, that actual show. in-person one. Exactly. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I mean, that does. That was this year, You would you believe? <laughs> I would not believe it. That's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. This is a track called Lion's Blood from the band Duma from their self-titled hour.
still punches as hard as when I first heard it. Yeah, that is for sure. It is unrelenting brilliance from Duma. Uh, Lion's Blood's released on Nege Nege tapes, just a record label that goes from strength to strength, alongside Hakuna Kalala, who on the other part we played Kubali by MC Yala and Deadmaster, which came from the Nege Nege sister label. Yeah, exactly. No. So Duma is a duo of uh, Lord Spikeheart, or the moniker of Martin Kanja, and Sam Karugu came out on Neganege in August. And um, when getting acts over from abroad is a thing that I can do again, I will be doing my absolute utmost to get those two gentlemen on my stage in London, because if I want to see that live. I want to meet those guys. And yeah, I think it'd be absolutely brilliant. For sure, I'd love to experience that live. Actually, funnily enough, MC Yellow also from Kenya. So there we go. What can we can do is you get them both over on the same bill. That would be two very different artists. MC Yellow with Scotch Egg, supported by Duma. Yeah, I mean, that'd be all right. That would be, be all <laughs> right for me, for sure. Uh, or we could just head out to Nege Nege Festival, mate. Just go and hang out in, in the Ugandan forest. That is definitely something on our list of things to do. Yeah, that is absolutely certain. I'm going to play something completely different that does not punch anyone in the face unless you don't like it, possibly. And uh, I love this album, though. I've listened to it loads at home. Yeah, it's the second one from Glitterby. It's the self-titled record of Lena Rao Referee. Another, you know, Anthony talks about Duma being a patron favourite of the live show. This was another one when, I can't remember what the theme was, but it, this was one that just absolutely flew in terms of the response that it got. She's a Portuguese Fado singer, and or is it Fado? Fado, I think. Also, Lina is the singer, and Raul Refi is the guy who's producing the electronics on it. Yeah, it's a sublime record, and I'm going to just... I don't know why I've been lumbered with trying to say all the non-English words on this pod. It's just, just how it's ended up going back and forth, isn't it? You, you've pulled the pronunciation short straw. That is true. Well, this is uh, Lena Rara Free. The track is called Kidikui Oke Tina Morido. Passar pelo ribeiro Onde às vezes Me debruço Fitou-me alguém Corpo inteiro Lebrado Como um soluço
We go beautiful glorious sounds uh yeah i probably overuse words like that on this podcast but it is just a sublime track and i love like the electronics in it like there's a a small hum that goes through the whole thing yeah for sure and while i mentioned it on the other part sort of like i'm a bit wary of how things sound and any technical glitches that we may <laughs> be having i'm like I thought it was my tinnitus for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely there and it is definitely beautiful. It's I often say like how much I adore things that are traditional music, sort of contemporized for want of a better turn of phrase, but sort of there's a melding or meeting of minds between the old and the new. And that is 100% what's happening there. Yeah, all in a nutshell. But she is fabulous. He is fabulous. Lino Rao Riffri is the name of the duo. And not much more I can say about that, apart from go and buy everything Glitterbeat put out, because there was someone who voted only for Glitterbeat record stuff, which I suspect is a press person. Oh, I wonder if it's but... Ilka, their the radio plugger. One thing I could say is that every song on that album is uh, originally performed by Fado legend Amalio Rodriguez. If you're Portuguese, this is uh, like Paul McCartney or something, you know what I mean? It's like amongst the most famous and legendary musicians um, ever to come from that country. And uh, yeah, Lina 
was a yeah, traditional Fado singer, came across uh, Raul's sort of production working with flamenco and felt that he could bring a lot to Fado music and her music. And she was right. <laughs> That's what we've got. Yeah. Yeah. An incredible record. Looking forward to any more. Am I right in saying that's their only record? Yeah, I think so. Like, certainly their only collaborative record. They've both done other music, but not uh, not together. Yeah, it'd be lovely to hear more. But that record did only come out this year. So uh, being a bit hot on, a bit selfish and sort of, come on, get us, get us some more music. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. It's not like we've been waiting years. No, for sure. And one thing that came out fairly recently as well is this next one from More Mother released on Don Giovanni Records, fabulous record label. In fact, did we only play this a couple of weeks ago? Am I right? I think that a lot of the choices, I know that we do have some from earlier in the hundreds, but I think quite a lot are skewed to the last 20 episodes. (laughs) Which isn't a surprise given that. Yeah, of course, it's fresher in your mind. Exactly, and it's what you're listening to at the moment. So yeah, in fact, I am completely correct, which is episode 295, so a couple of weeks ago, on the same podcast that we played the fabulous Keely Forsyth, who we played earlier. We played her follow-up. We also started this podcast with some metal disco from Pharaoh Overlord, not, unfortunately, on this Big collection. Tune. Absolutely fantastic. And, yeah, so this is... I can't remember, you played this on the pod. I did, yeah, sort of like part of like a sort of, you know, sci-fi space opera that she's working on. Yeah, which sounds as good as it actually is so this is the track it's taken from the album circuit city by more mother this is act one called working machine See, that's why we don't age. 
What does it mean to make after they have taken away everything? Left behind four walls of brutality and death. What's it mean?
11 minutes and worth every second. The magnificent sounds of more mother with irreversible entanglements backing her with the free jazz there. There's act one, Working Machines, from the album Circuit City. It's an album, but sort of also sort of a performance, art, theatre, mixed media type thing that was actually done live in a gallery back when we could do that. I want to see that. It might happen, mate. I mean, we'll be back at some point. Well, the Irreversible Entanglements were due to play at Corsica Studios, a venue which I am a part of, and it was cancelled <laughs> right on the cusp in March on uh, Corona stuff. So that was going to be more mother with it. So Irreversible Entanglements. So that was before I'd heard of this album, but no doubt it would have been featuring some of that. God damn it. Look forward to when that can happen again. Yeah, me too. That's the sort of thing that would go very well in like the tanks at Tate Modern or something like that would be fabulous in that space yeah absolutely that would fit snug as anything don giovanni records killer label i think maybe first came on to our attention releasing more mother and 700 bliss i think 700 bliss probably i reckon i'm gonna say yeah dj haram and more mother i mean more mother collaborates with a lot of people i think 700 bliss is still the pinnacle for me yeah she is prolific that is for certain she actually appeared so a couple of weeks ago on the podcast i played a record by Pink Sifu and Fly Anakin, the track there called uh, Mind Right from the record released on Lex Records. And at that point, uh, I wasn't really aware of Pink Sifu or Fly Anakin to a great degree. But then as I dug a little bit more, saw that the Pink Sifu, he had released a record called Negro, which came out earlier this year. And it's this insane, great quality, noise, hip hop, drone metal thing it's impossible to categorize and i was listening to it at home and then towards the end of it i hear some vocalist i'm like oh that sounds i recognize that voice that (laughs) that person sounds familiar and yes it's more mother back again on another record there just like this random like 100 copies of the vinyl there she is making her presence felt and you know elevating it to even higher heights she is fab yeah great as well, the yeah, 16 by 700 Bliss got a couple of votes, but not enough to make it into this uh, list, unfortunately. Did, did you vote, Gaz? I did not vote, no. I voted. Did you? Were any of these your votes? Yeah, I voted. I voted for a clipping one, Lena Raul, Referee, Duma, uh, Keely Forsyth. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, uh, Pack on Audio. And maybe I didn't quite understand. I was trying to kick off the voting. Jeez, I should have uh, put some in. So you've essentially got to choose like loads of tracks. But, but well, they all got more than one vote. Yeah, uh, they all got plenty of votes, obviously, which is why they're on this list. And you did mention clipping, so we might as well play clipping now. Who you know had two tracks in the top twenty. They should be yeah honoured to get you know such an incredible accolade. Yeah, exactly. I'll um I'll make sure that uh, David knows about it um i'm sure he'll be happy he'll be delighted he will a uh, uh, pinnacle of his career i hear without a doubt yeah certainly beats the tony that he won for tony, Hamilton. yeah i was gonna say about tony exactly. uh, but though the, the last record i won before the, the one that came out last year there existed an addiction to blood we played this track from it it is sublime it's clipping this is called blood of the fang by the christians it is written that in the black Mercian age there exists an addiction to blood, 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 blood. Drink it up. 50 years bad enough. Time to come back. Blood, blood. They wanna call the bluff. OK. 
Kaden. Time to come back. What up? Hell King Huey, do it for fluid, you knew it was moving forever. Loop it, the truth is the movement was really too clever. Who is the newest to do it, pursuing a useless, polluted agenda? Too long to get they bullshit together. 50 years bad enough. Patient gave him a two-year grace. Six six came, then they saw the true face. Black on black on black irate. Had them all running scared straight out the gate. Skin do show you who can that's it though. What's inside never been too simple. Syrup, he sip cause he can't taste his own. Drink it up, drink it up. You belong in every milliliter up. They tried to take out every military leader, but you was born to be a martyr, and that doesn't mean a thing because that body really me. Fill it up. Your history is one you might consider killing for. This ain't the shit they taught you when you went to kindergarten. What you need to know is in the Queen Angela done told y'all. Grass path the root. So what y'all talking about? Hands up, don't shoot. Look back. Blood on the ground. Look straight. They still shooting. Jump back. Still here. Now what that tell you about death? Death ain't shit. You got to drink it up, drink it up. in the sky if you ready. Dice are okay like confetti. They thought you was playing. No, really, the game was more training. They're finna be. And much of it blues. Time to fly, cause you know time fickle. So cold, finna snow, swing a icicle. Taking out a police or a politician, issuing a statement saying turn it on a dime, it gets a nickel. And it ain't just money. B, this ain't honey. Sweet, but it's funny to think of them wanting to speak when this pain is deep and ingrained in. Bring it up, dress it down, queen shit, wear the crown, king shit, wear the wounds, new blood in the wombs, loose noose, split the tombs, bubble goose, suede shoes, looking like a who's who with the dead, come back, bust ahead, run track to the red, black suit, black hair, black wings, black stare, black over the button up, bruh, acting a fool, we're just acting, you knew about adapting since you started tapping, and in the dark, flapping the full moon, asking if you knew the passion that grew on a mask, because they were never seeking the basics, Geronimo, Eric, and Gregory with their faces, and every book record of CD even made the MP3s laced Brother Malcolm done told y'all, by any means. So what y'all talking about? All on the same team. Look back. Blood on the ground. Look straight. They still shooting. Jump back. Still here. Now what that tell you about death? Death ain't shit. You got to... Every time to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all look scared. Look back. Blood on the ground. Look straight. They still shooting. Jump back. Still here. Now what that tell you about death? Death ain't shit. You got to.
just fabulous, isn't it? Clipping the track called Blood of the Fang. It's taken from their record. There existed an addiction to blood. And one thing I never really realized about Clipping is they're big fans of having samples that quote the name of the album during the lead singles. <laughs> that, that's true. That is, that's, what it's all, that's what it's all about. So uh, I've got it up on whosampled.com. It says it, this song includes three samples. One is The Blood of the Thing, part two, Shadow of the Cross by Sam Wayman from 1973. Then we've got Bongili Work Song, brackets or parentheses, Girls Chorus, Pestle Sounds by Young Bongili Women Beating Out Bananas from 1950. Obviously some field recordings. <laughs> and then we've got Baptizing Scene by Reverend W.A. Donaldson, which came, which was from 1960. Well, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, like quite some stuff in there. Yeah, lots of it in there indeed. It is absolutely fantastic. And, you know... Clipping, I mean, we played that track on episode 245, also the one we played MC Yeller and Deb Master on. Also, it's got a brilliant video as well, if you want to find that on YouTube. Yeah, they're good with their videos, aren't they? They, um, I know the, the track we played on the other part of this that we opened these with, Say the Name, also has an absolutely cracking video. And yeah, I also remember seeing them live for you at Corsica Studios here in London back when that was a thing. Exactly. They were an early Corona casualty as they were supposed to be here in London in early April. They'll be back. Yeah, I think you'd find they're the biggest casualty of coronavirus. Maybe that was a, uh, uh, not my finest word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we're going to play something now, which we were both fairly surprised, I'm going to say, that appeared in this list. Yes, it is an old favourite of here at the podcast. Do you know what pod we first played that I Know I'm an Alien on, Gus? Oh, I Know I'm an Alien. Well, I, I reckon it's in the first 100. Well, okay, if you're going to guess could, a number, what would you Could be earlier 100s, 103. Uh, we played him twice before episode oh, okay, 100. Well, okay. first one was number 70, where we played I Know I'm an Alien. We played the fabulous Being at Work equals being at school squeezed between black moth super rainbow and ill billy high tech bangers bangers yeah we also played anna meredith on that uh, the comet is coming anna von housewolf emmerich de tapol loads of great stuff on there in fact it's uh, very very good i also described black moth super rainbow as tobacco's band which is true but i think they're probably historically more popular than tobacco whose new album i actually have sat right next to me which i received today i need to i'm sure it sounds it. exactly like brilliant tobacco exactly i mean still playing that same synthesizer in the same way yeah i've become pretty unhealthily obsessed with the song hungry eyes uh, both the dirt one from dirty dancing but also the tobacco cover of it that we played on the podcast <laughs> earlier this year which was also something that someone voted for which made me very very happy but anyway yeah so I know I'm an alien. We played this on episode 259 way back in January this year. Yeah, It's a short one. It's a weird one. I've got a feeling that he probably voted for himself as long with some other adoring fans. Exactly. It is called Here Come the Customers, part one.
Absolutely nuts. I know I'm an alien. That's a, a proper band these days, I do believe. Um, here Come the Customers, part one, the name of the track taken from Do You Work Here, the concept album about working in retail. <laughs> yeah, definitely the sort of theme that's run through a lot of his work. Yeah, I was going to say, as you mentioned, I think it's originally a solo project, but has uh, developed into a band, certainly for the live shows. He performed under his own name for a bit, and then has gone back to I Know I'm an Alien, and a bit more into this style, of which I think is idiosyncratic, original, and excellent. Yeah, that is for sure. Speaking of excellent, I've got to play some music uh, from... <laughs> That's a pretty solid link, you know, like we can pr- hopefully get onto that use excellent for any of our tracks, really. <laughs> I know, right? It's the emergency segue that we can use pretty much every <laughs> the single title of our, our title of our new album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with the brilliant duo of Kiki Hitomi and DJ Scott Chegg, uh, the unbelievably talented Whack Whack Kingdom. They're... Second album, I think, uh, that released a few things, but I think this was their second full-length album. Uh, Asaka Hoisa came out on Phantom Limb. Yeah, they've had a couple of EPs and another album on Jatari Records as well. This was mind-blowing. Another one that went very well at our live show when we did one in person in Cork last year. I was about to say exactly the same thing on the same subject of songs that went down well on the live show. This is one you played at our Cork live show and uh, people were loving it. Yeah, that's it. I love how different the different tracks that get such a great rapturous applause. So yeah, got... well, Doom, uh, Lena Rowell Referee and Whack Whack Kingdom. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to go straight into this. This is unbelievable. It's Whack Whack Kingdom. This is called Doggy Bag.
Yes, mate. Yeah, one of the best tunes of the last few years. And what I like so much about that song is that, you know, I worked with DJ Scott Jagg for a long time. I, I've done stuff with Kiki Hitomi and I heard that song. I thought it was pretty good. And I more or less just sort of forgot about it. And then Gaz played it and then Gaz loved it. <laughs> played it numerous times and then after like the 10th time which is probably realistically like seven more times than i would have ended up listening to it i was like it's the greatest song of all time quite clearly it's uh, probably second to lemon trees by swindle and <laughs> dwe in that regard in terms of songs that you've turned over to me uh, yeah exactly <laughs> they're just forcibly playing them at you whenever i see you yeah I, I, to be honest with you mate i felt fairly similar with that track when I first heard it, I thought... Yeah, I remember you saying on the Cork live show. Yeah, so I thought, yeah, I love Whack Whack Kingdom, but it's just like good. And then I like, I'm going to listen to it again, and then again, and again, and again, and again, and <laughs> again, and again. And that trade is still continuing on because I love Phantom Limb as a record label. They release some of my absolute favorite music, uh, Whack Whack Kingdom, you know, like say Kiki Hitomi and DJ Scott Chegg. They've produced some of my favorite music as well. And now I absolutely love that song. It's a, a grower is, I think, the shorthand for that. For sure. So that one came out towards the end of 2019. But uh, they've released another record in 2020 called Doki Show, which is uh, it's five tracks. So I'm going to say it's an EP also on Phantom Limb, both also well worth checking out. Yeah, it's just a digital download, that one no physical release but i think they've got a new album coming out in the new year i I may have made that up in like a vague hope i'm sure i read (laughs) that somewhere yeah well shige is certainly pretty busy on stuff and i'm sure like all sorts of collaborations and i'm sure the kiki is too well lest we forget that the dj scotch rolex record is coming out (laughs) on either nege nego or hakuna kalala probably hakuna kalala in the new year in january and another thing popped up in my band camp which was also dj scotch egg being released on jatari did you see that no, Jatari have a release. I thought they'd pretty much given up. No, well, Jatari have a new release featuring DJ Scott Chegg under a z- different moniker that I forget, and it is no digital vinyl only. I'm in. It is. Here we go. Here, I've got it here. It's called Waku Waku Doom by Zone Dog. Oh. Um, but it's actually DJ Scott Chegg. Zone Dog is a moniker I believe he has used before. Well, I thought exactly. Thought Namahaji. Waku Waku Doom. Yeah, Zone Dog is the Jatari sub-label that disrupts you. Yeah, that's why I was a bit confused. Like, oh, exactly, yeah, side project on Zoom Do- Zone Dog. That makes sense, because I thought that Zone Dog was a side project of Disrupt himself, but it's actually a side label, exactly. Yeah, it's true, which I think has only released Disrupt stuff anyway. But anyway, we can talk about all of this yeah. and more Nama in our Hedge, next part. exactly. And on 301, where we will, uh, I'll see if I can convince Yan to send me a digital. Yeah, exactly. And all we can chat more about in the third part of this 300th episode, which we've got to wrap this up at some point, mate. We're just chunching along. Oh, it's along. time for dinner. Well, thank you so much for listening to this uh, part two of our three podcasts today. Thank you so much to all of our listeners who voted for all of these songs. It's been an absolute delight revisiting all this brilliant music. We're going to close with a song that we actually played on the podcast really recently, just uh, what feels like a couple of weeks ago. It was new music from Sunra's orchestra i say new music it's an old song and a new recording being led by marshall allen for a good while now entering his 96th year the legendary spiritual jazz bands have just been going from strength to strength and popularity to popularity from basically been doing their thing since the 50s <laughs> or 
60s? Well, you know, something like that. A fucking long time ago, no matter which way you look at it. And they've been reaching new and new audiences, and they're still making wonderful music. It's the Sunrise Orchestra. This track is called Seductive Fantasy, and we'll be back with you in a few minutes. Bye-bye.
You will live 